0: Welcome to the Milk Bar. Welcome
1: along to episode 537 of The Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show, a festival of panto as Wolverhampton Grand Theatre has had its second panto launch. We'll be talking to Ryan Thomas, Ian Adams, Judy Payton, Jordan Ginger, and Aaron James all about their roles in what is going to be an absolutely brilliant production of Dick Whittington at the theatre. Also, we'll be finding out about Don't Go Into the Cellar's latest production, Strictly Sherlock. Jonathan joining us on the phone for a bit of a natter about that one and we've got some brilliant new music from a load of different acts but first of all running through until the 29th of october where are you is at the lighthouse in wolverhampton chris blore is a man who's currently putting the final touches to it even as we speak and he's with me now hello sir hey you're right i'm good yeah. and uh this looks like a labor
2: of love to be fair yeah it's been um it's been kind of a uh a, just a kind of like a projects for the last couple of years that I've kind of had on the side. Mm-hmm. And then um, over the last six months or so, it's just kind of snowballed and just turned into, well, this, you know. It's, um
1: well, so there's some amazing sights to be seen in this room. And we're not going to show everything because people need to come down and see the exhibition itself. But uh, you'd really only get to see them in their true... For glory, when you stand next to them and uh, really take in what's there. But what what, what highlights have we got? Because I, we we yeah. have two drum kits on site.
2: Yeah, well, I'm I'm a I'm a drummer. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't hold it against so okay That's, that's the instrument I play, so I'm kind of biased towards drummers. <laughs> there, there's a drum kit just over there, which is um, which was owned by Steve Craddock, uh, for years and years and years. Um, it's the drum kit that, if you watch Ocean Colour Scene on TFI Friday in the, the 100 Mile High video, mm-hmm. uh, city video, that's the drum kit you'll see. Um, so we've got that set up Then he has got Steve's um, Kundalini um, target on the front of it mm-hmm. from his own solo album. Um, it's a beautiful little drum kit, so we've got that. We've got over here the Oasis B here now drum kit. So um, it's a bit of an outrageous drum kit, it's, <laughs> it's um, two bass drums, um, it's actually loads bigger than that. There's there's about three more toms, three, four more toms that I just couldn't fit on there. For so, exhibition purposes, yeah, you get to see that th- much. I was, I was kind of tempted just mm-hmm. to go full out and have everything, but it's, um, that's kind of how he had it set up when the band first yeah. played with it on top of the pops mm-hmm. when they played, do you know what I mean? Um, and that was used th- throughout the um, throughout the Be Here Now world tour, so from 97 to 2000, I think it was last, be- last used on uh, Jules Holland, the Jules Holland special. So for those three years, it was, it was the only drum kit that was used with Oasis. But when we're um, looking
1: at some, some brilliant... I mean, drum kits aside, we've got guitars absolutely everywhere as well.
2: Yeah, we've got some wild stuff, you know. Um, <laughs> Steve, uh, Steve Craddock has, has lent a few guitars. Um, got a lovely Les Paul over there, a great acoustic used on everything by Ocean Coliseum and, and uh, Paul Weller for the last 20-odd 20, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got guitar from, that was owned by Johnny Marr that lent to Noel Gallagher um, that was used, used quite a lot in the Mono Valley sessions and also on the final recording of Definitely Maybe so that guitar is the guitar from Cigarettes and Alcohol so if you listen to Cigarettes <laughs> and Alcohol that's you, the you guitar you can see the guitar that made that noise that is the that is the guitar from Cigarettes mm-hmm. and Alcohol then we've got the Verve guitars here um, one of Nick's gold tops and the J45 that's in the video for the drugs don't work. And so, so I mean, how do you come by all this? How does this actually happen? Um, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lucky guy. Mm. I'm a really, really lucky guy in the fact that I, um, I, I decided a long time ago that I wasn't going to go a traditional way and get a job and mm-hmm. get a job. You know? mm-hmm. um, I was just going to follow what I wanted to do and. Um, Decided I was going to be a musician and an mm-hmm. artist, and so I just kind of ran with it. And um, doing doing that, you kind of get to know um, get to know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And then the more people you know, the more people you can say, "Can I can I borrow your guitars?" You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind kind of. Of. I want to put in a case on a wall and yeah. show off the people. So that's okay. <laughs> but, Pretty much.
1: But even that, we've got some writing behind us as well. So yeah. I mean, so yeah. Um,
2: these are all Noel Gallagher's uh, handwritten lyrics. Well, there's there's, there's there's twelve of them up there. Uh, handwritten lyrics to some golden era Oasis songs. Some of
1: them, um, I, you can see they've been scrumpled up and chucked in a bin at some point.
2: Yeah, they, uh, well, I, I, I don't know what used to happen then, <laughs> but um, from, from what I've heard is they would just, he would write them out just for recording and just so, just just for reading them when they're playing live. Yeah. Um, as soon as he's done, chuck them away and people would get them out of the bin and then And, and then they end up on a wall here looking yeah. absolutely fantastic. Um, handwriting yeah it's always it's always a difficult thing to kind of like verify but they've all been verified as noel gallagher's by uh, by his management company so they're all 100 percent genuine mm-hmm. noel gallagher handwritten lyrics to the master plan bring it on down uh, up in the sky fading out all around the world we'll, yeah, we'll forget that one but um <laughs> d- my big mountain shake my, you know a lot of a lot of songs like that so but it's okay
1: you need to come down and see this yeah, take a look
2: I at mean, it you know there's some great stuff and it's not just this as well we've got some really superb artwork as well mm-hmm. um this is done by natalie foxblore she's absolutely i I, she, I you look you look at some of these things i'm just lost for words looking at some of her artwork and in fact um while i was still setting up there was there was a chap that came in here he just wanted to just wanted to have a quick nose around mm-hmm. and just asked if he could come in and he walked straight past the drum kit straight past the guitars and went straight to the uh the the artwork that mm-hmm. natalie had done and went oh wow that's that's amazing <laughs> and i was there going but
1: what about the rest
2: of it yeah you know, but uh, the,
1: it, it is just a feast for the eyes though
3: isn't it yeah
2: it's I've, you know but like i said it has kind of become um i i did a lot work. i i worked at the oasis chasing the sun exhibition mm-hmm. and i remember i remember being there and thinking this has just kind of been thrown together and everyone loved it and I thought I could kind of do this a little bit better Mm -hmm. and um yeah, that's how it's brought me to now. Well, well here it pretty is. Pretty it much. is
1: in Wolverhampton. It's yeah. on the way, uh, right the way through until the 29th of October, down here at the Chubb buildings where the lighthouse lives in Wolverhampton. Make sure you come along. Uh, tickets uh, can be purchased via the usual uh, links on the lighthouse's website.
2: or you can pay on the
1: door. So, simple as that. You come along, see a fantastic exhibition, and it really will take you back to what the 90s through to the noughties and some brilliant moments in music. Hopefully. Look, Chris, okay. fantastic work. It looks absolutely awesome. Good luck with the exhibition, and we look forward to uh, hearing more about some of these stories as you probably get to talk to people down here yeah. when the exhibition is well, on. I'll
2: probably have vo- a voice left by the time uh, <laughs> everyone's been here.
1: Probably. Yeah, it's going to keep talking and keep, come and see this <laughs> man. It's going to be a brilliant exhibition.
4: Brilliant,
1: thank you. Time for some music now. Here is Harrison Rimmer and Flares.
4: I don't need no diamonds Or any crown Cause I just need your love To keep me warm And the chance I'd find you Was one in millions So hold me in your arms And don't let go Every piece of me and every piece of you makes my flesh. And every piece of me and every piece of you is my flesh. So hold me in your arms and build us up. chance encounter to bring us here and did you ever think we'd get this far standing on a mountain waiting have just So where are we?
1: Rimmer and Flares here on the Milk Bar. Time to now move on to our Panto press launch. This was part two. First up let's meet somebody who you'll know very well from Coronation Street. From the 7th of December through to the 12th of January. Dick Whittington is at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre. There Dick Whittington is Ryan right. Thomas, hello sir. How are you? I'm very well and how are you looking forward to the joys of Hanto Christmas? You must absolutely adore this time of year.
5: Well, you know, I'm used to it now. It's my fourth year running. Mm-hmm. Um, but great to be in a new city I've never been before. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm expecting big things from Wolverhampton.
1: Well, yeah, it's a, it's a great place to be and uh, you will be appreciated. We know that much stuff. But obviously, with everything you've done, so far in your world of acting and career on TV, but well, you've done some reality stuff. You've obviously spent your time on the cobbles and Coronation Street. Are you worried about fighting Queen Rat? I mean, that is obviously a, a big concern with Sue Pollard taking on that role this year.
5: Yeah, I haven't met Sue yet, so I'm, I'm um, you know, the whispers going around is she's not as, uh, as as wicked in real life. She's not in real life, but she
1: reckons she can be quite evil on stage. So you've got a lot, you got your work cut here, keeping her under control.
5: Oh, well, I'll, I'll um, yeah, I'll wait for that experience <laughs> with weighted breath.
1: Panto, it, it, as you said, it is fun. And uh, is it something that you used to enjoy going to as a kid?
5: Um, yeah, I think everyone did enjoy going Because it, it's like the fairy tale coming to life, live scene on, on stage. I think it's great for the kids. And, you know, even for the adults now, you know, there's so many uh, adult jokes within the Panto now that, um, you know, I think the kids and the parents enjoy it just as much as each other.
1: With the uh, the trip down to uh, London on stage, um, you, you're more of a northern lad, aren't you? Really, these days.
5: Yeah, I am a northern lad, but I'm literally back and forth to <laughs> London all the time. You know, my fiance lives in in London, so I'm I'm just between the two, so I'm half half at the moment. But yeah, I'm a northern boy at heart. Musical numbers uh,
1: is, is this a, a concern? There's going to be
5: some singing, some dancing. I
1: mean, how comfortable are you there? Uh,
5: well, <laughs> my first ever panto, I sang, and I haven't sang since. So maybe. <laughs> That's but, I mean, I, think, that, I think we need to alright we've got
1: to have words now let's get him singing I think this could be good fun but I mean, you sing in the shower surely so everybody does that uh,
5: do you know what I, I actually don't know yet they're going to talk to me later about that I haven't even got the script yet so <laughs> fingers crossed there's not going to be too much singing it's for your benefit not mine
1: <laughs> ok so we'll, we'll think of everybody else ok but um, when you're doing something like this on stage the, the story's there the history's there What really stands out for you, though, as part of uh, being part of the Panto cast?
5: It's just amazing to have a live audience Mm -hmm. and get that instant reaction and the laughs and the you know the comic timing from the cast on stage and seeing how it all works. Every show's so different, but um i mean when you're doing two shows a day you need that from the audience you mm-hmm. rely on them to get you through the show because mm-hmm. it can be you know pretty tiring two shows a day uh, and it's a long run this time so yeah i'm, I'm banking on the audience getting me through this uh, this time of christmas
1: well that that should be fairly simple they're, they're going to enjoy having you around we know that much but uh let's uh, let's look at uh, the rest of the, the, the story though who else would you like to be in dick Whittington? obviously you get the title role you're already the star so, but uh, is there anything else you fancy in there? Would you, would you would you like to be King Rat?
5: I'd like to be the cat.
1: You want to be the cat? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's because of the prancing around, the excitement, the lycra.
5: Yeah, it's just the outfit. The, yeah, is you, you <laughs> this how love, you dress normally at the weekends? I then. love the outfit. Any excuse to dress up?
1: <laughs> so your Halloween is going to be amazing, I take it. Do you
5: know what? I love Halloween because Halloween you can uh, hide behind the mask and <laughs> um, be discreet for once in your life. And uh, it's nice to be... The unknown in the room. Well, the thing
1: is, you are so well-known. You're so well-loved. It's going to be great to have you here at the Grand. The audiences across the city are going to love having you along. 01902 429212 is the box office number. Grandtheatre.co.uk is where you can get your tickets. Come and see this man and the rest of the team doing a brilliant job of putting pants on at Christmas. And we're very much looking forward to having you in the city.
5: You're good at this, aren't you? I've done this before. You're really, really (laughs) good, yeah. I like you, this interview. See you soon and we look forward to Christmas. Thank you so much. Really appreciate your time. I'm going to enjoy every minute of this.
1: Time for some more music now. Here are Jack and Sally with Long Way Home. Second. A long way home from Jack and Sally here on the Milk Bar. Dick Whittington is at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre. It promises to be an amazing panto, in part because we have some friends who've been with us before and we've got some new faces joining us on stage this year too. I'm currently sat uh, with Sarah the Cook, the Fairy Bobells, and Tommy the Cat, aka, Jordan Ginger, Judy Payton and the one and only Ian Adams. Hello to you all. Hey. Right, let's let's start this end to begin with because they're doing important jobs like directing and choreography too. So <laughs> we'll come to see how that's going to affect you first, okay, yeah. John? Right. So I mean, Ian, d- directing, and uh, this is not something you're new to, is it?
6: No, no. I've done a few, directed a few. I did last year here. Uh, that was my first one here, but yeah, quite a few in the past.
1: And uh, being Sarah as Dame again, and uh, I mean, Wolverhampton just loves seeing your legs.
6: Ah oh, well, I love Wolverhampton seeing them as well. Well, I love, I love Wolverhampton generally. I mean, mm-hmm. I love playing this theatre. I say it every year, but it is such a wonderful theatre to play. Yeah,
1: and we saw that with the reaction to last year. And uh, you had a nice wolves reference in the show last year too, which was we very did. well received.
6: We did. I loved that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably gone out somewhere without the wolves bits on now. It's probably just a yellow and black dress somewhere. But, uh, but yeah, no, I love that bit. Although. It took me back on the second night, because I thought, the first night everybody cheered, I thought, oh, this is it. The second night, people booed. <laughs> okay, so there's a coach lady from well, West Brom, that night. So that was a bit of a, what's it going to be like tonight? But, <laughs> uh, but I, I love doing that, it was great.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so great to have you back here. And uh, what does Sarah bring to the, the Panto this year? Because you, you always have an, an important bit of the story arc, don't you?
6: Yeah, well, Sarah works in Alderman Fitzwarren, Jeffrey Holland's uh, Emporium, mm-hmm. as his cook and general serving in the shop the, the glamour in the shop basically uh, there will be a little bit of glamour in the shop yes <laughs> yeah. and also she has a son who is Idol jack that Aaron James is playing and, uh, and of course we all go on on board uh, a ship to the saucy sal to Morocco which gets shipwrecked along the way I won't tell you too much about it mm-hmm. so we've got a few little bits on the shores of Morocco and uh, yeah there's lots of traditional panto stuff it's going. like a
1: holiday twice a day for you then
6: well it's a, <laughs> apart uh, quite, from all the hard work that goes with it yeah no well, I don't look at it as hard work because how can you not love doing it? Uh, we, we love, as you know, Julie and I do the schools and we love going out and doing the schools and mm-hmm. I love seeing the kids come in here and uh, oh, it's, just, it's just great. It's just yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Julian, natural uh, move to you because I mean you're choreographing. I am choreographing. Is the word that I should know there? That's right. It? Chor- ch- choreo- yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. In there. Uh, so you're making them dance. I um, certainly am. And, uh, as well as that, like, the fairy bow bells. That's right. And they yeah, another important part of the story. I know. I've uh, got where, the where sublime to
7: ridiculous, haven't I? I was baddie last year, Carabos. Yeah. And this year I'm the fairy. So, so. we see you as
1: as, as a goodie. I mean, you were the harp the previous year before That's that. Right, I so I was, you, yeah. you, you know, you're more good than bad.
7: I, I think. Well, hopefully, I'm more good than bad. <laughs> <laughs> although I did quite like being bad it has you to be so.
1: well you can have a bit of fun with that can't yeah, you absolutely. and uh, you're getting the ordinary reaction uh, mm. I mean Ian wasn't expecting to be booed you were yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and, and it was good fun throughout yeah, the whole really of the run really enjoyed
7: it loved it but I'm looking forward to this year
1: so you got a wand
7: I've got a wand with lovely bells on I saw today and mm-hmm. a very nice dress that I've had on today which seems lovely doesn't it lovely. yeah so it's um, very excited about it. I've got some great dancers well I've got a few returning mm. and then some new ones as well,
1: well. anybody who's been here wants to come back don't they
6: that's the way it they works they all want to come back in fact the only reason the ones whether well, the boys aren't boy dancers aren't coming back is they're all working otherwise they would have come back Wonderful for worked.
7: us because they've, they've got some great jobs which mm-hmm. is fantastic you know?
6: but, uh,
1: and it's, it's all good to be part of the team it is a, a good family team and it, it, that's that's part of the magic of being at the Grand Anne Panto but I mean as, as Ian's already said you're out on the schools run but you've also been doing the Alzheimer's we uh, have, stuff this year that
7: has been absolutely amazing because um Ian and I were asked to do it, and um, obviously um, by the, uh, through the theatre, really as an outreach from the theatre for the local community. And um, we said, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. We didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. It has been amazing. Well, I mean, sold like, out completely. Yeah, yeah totally sold right. out. But also so moving, and mm-hmm. and we've um, the people they they become like families together. They when they first arrived, they were all sitting on their own in the mm-hmm. first month. By the last one which was six months they're suddenly all sitting on Everyone's the same tables together, together. together. They're, they're all, all coming to the pantomime we've got another six booked in already for next year so mm-hmm. very excited about it um, but the main thing as is, is, um, we were talking about this earlier is that a lot of the people that come in the the the, the carer or the wife or the husband of the, of the one that's ill um, says they don't talk at home they don't recognize things and then suddenly we start singing and they just come alive it's you know there. it's the music you know yeah. it's, it's just, all about it's all about the music. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. so, so, um, powerful. it's been amazing yeah. that for us yeah. we've loved it we? Uh, every minute yeah. absolutely every minute.
1: brilliant well yeah another six booked in which is good yeah. and uh, it's great absolutely. to know that you're doing that bit in the theatre which is really your home now isn't it yeah. so yeah uh, we
7: feel
6: like that yeah,
1: And you'll be spending so much time here over Christmas. And the new member of the family
7: Uh, over here. Well, he is, because he's an old member of our family as well. Ah,
2: right, explain more then. Come on, how do you know these two? Uh, I worked with these two at the Literal Garrick. We did Jack and the Beanstalk a few years ago, which was Mm -hmm. very fun indeed. So very excited to be here.
1: And as a cat, you've got to get somebody who knows a thing or two about cats to give you a few tips here. I could, yeah. Yeah. uh, We've already been talking about makeup
2: and... um... Things like that.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. so who, who were you in Cats?
7: I played Jelly Loram and then Grisabella as
1: so well. So you see, there's, there's two two cat options there. Yeah. Uh, so where are you going with your cat look? Do you think because Tommy's obviously vitally important, got to do a bit of rat catching, help uh, Dick into out, and make sure that everything goes the way we want it to. Fingers crossed.
2: No spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I, but uh, we put the makeup on today, and it was funny to be in the costume and mm-hmm. uh, see myself as a cat in the mirror. It was very strange.
1: So we're talking—is is there a bit of liker involved here? Because so you, you've got that that feel. Eyes, just have to my... wait and see. Okay, we uh, this.
7: We're going to take him into a room, the yeah. Ian, and we're going to make him workshop being a cat.
1: This could be good. Can, <laughs> can, can we do this as a Facebook Live? <laughs> that would yeah, that, yeah, yeah, be brilliant. Be sure. We can, can get yeah, 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 we can yeah. we can get cat suggestions from the audience as well on what we can get him to do, do next. We're joking. Yeah. You know. Can you like do the thing with the cats do with their ears or whisking? No, no can not do that not yet. yet. No, nope. no, no. <laughs> that will come before Panto starts on the seventh of December.
7: We actually were yeah. made to yeah. be in a room, all of us, and become yeah. cats. Yeah. yeah, I'm a bit worried though.
6: You just call me Ian. You never call me in.
7: They wouldn't know you was Schmuel. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I find it <laughs>
6: quite disconcerting.
7: Sorry, the, the
1: whole cat world extends across the board. So, uh, yeah. So th- this is this is going to be good. You're going to look forward to it. Yeah. And uh, what what really does it mean? Because you're just about the right age where Panto as a kid for you was a couple of years ago. So uh, you know what, what was what was Panto like in your youth? Did you? Is it I, I, you've loved?
2: Well, we were talking about this earlier. I, my first Panto I saw when I was about five, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's oh, a couple of years back. Yeah, yeah, two years ago. And it was, it, was, uh, it was amazing, the energy, and that's sort of why I got into performing. Mm-hmm. Um, and pantos are a lot of fun, aren't they? So it's great.
1: Yeah, absolutely, they're a lot of fun. And it's going to be absolutely brilliant down here at the Grand. So what, what do you think you're going to learn most from this panto? I mean, if you've met most of the rest of the cast. Where the cat litter is. Okay, that's, that's going to be good. Yeah, um, yeah
2: uh, how to itch myself, so yeah, things and, like
1: that. and licking milk from a bowl. Yeah, that, yeah, I could. Yeah, no, that's got lots of things to practice. That's going to be absolutely brilliant. <laughs> doing strange things as part of his (laughs) preparation for being a cat in Dick Whittington. It is the 7th of December through to the 12th of January. grandtheatre.co.uk to get your tickets. 01902 429212 is that box office number you will need to make sure you're here as part of the Panto family and the run up to over Christmas and into the New Year. Have a brilliant time. Break a leg. Uh, You'll have four of them so you'll be fine. And uh, we look forward to an absolutely brilliant Panto. Thank you. Time for another tune now. Here is Harry Filkin, Second Chance. that, Harry Filkins, second chance here at the Milk Bar. On Friday the 11th of October at half past seven, a mystery is afoot at the Stafford Gatehouse. To tell us more from Don't Go Into The Cellar, I'm joined now by Jonathan Goodwin. Good afternoon.
8: How are you doing, sir? Thanks for having me here.
1: No problem. Good to talk to you. Now, this is strictly Sherlock. Is somebody leading him on a song and dance?
8: Well, I thought that given over the years, since 1887, when Sherlock Holmes was first created by Conan Doyle, So many versions and adaptations have have come about, and I've always thought that the original vision of Conan Doyle, the original character, has been diluted and watered down so much that I wanted to bring it back to the way it was, back to basics, the way nature intended, no frills, no nonsense, no modernization. Strictly Sherlock, that is what you get. Strictly Sherlock, none of the other nonsense. It's a one-man show. Sherlock Holmes back to the way nature intended. But then again, if anyone sees the term, thinks, oh, strictly, I wonder if he'll be dancing. If they want to come along as well, by all means, they're more than welcome. <laughs> so this... But then again, the dancing men, that was one of the stories, too. So yep. there is a dancing connection
1: there, yeah. Maybe there is. So I, I like the idea of this. Uh, but you are, yeah, Masters of Victorian Gothic Theatre. Uh, you've been to the Met in uh, Stafford many times before, so you know the environment you're working in. So you're ready yeah. to bring this to the stage and uh, really get the audience into this production.
8: Definitely. I mean, it's, it's a great space studio. Probably you get about 100 people in there. So the performer and the audience are... Uh, pretty much eye to eye and with all of our shows we like there to be a degree of participation I I don't necessarily mean pantomime and that kind of thing but I always think it's lovely where the audience can see the actor change from one character to another when they're standing a few feet from them to make them feel as though they're part of what they're seeing effectively to forget all about the 21st century and all about nonsense and to be taken back 120 years or so for a couple of hours that's our intention.
1: So it is a a one-man show and you are that man and uh, you've actually co-directed this with uh, gary archer your colleague
8: yeah that's right so we run the company don't go into the cellar um all the material i mean we run the entire show effectively we we bring in other actors when we have the luxury of two people shows Mm -hmm. but generally uh gary directs them Uh, i sometimes co-direct with him um i write the scripts uh adapt the original material um it's entirely us. It's it, and ineffectively, it's a repertory theatre company, as though we're from the 1940s or 50s, just the two of us. Mm-hmm. So we always try to keep the same actors involved, have four or five actors that we call upon, and uh, we also have about 20 different shows on offer, touring all over the country at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it could be Sherlock Holmes one night, then could be Jack the Ripper the next. To to be Oscar Wilde the night after that, so, you know, it never gets dull.
1: Yeah, thrillers, chillers and comedies, basically, is what your company do, so, I mean, this was getting yeah. confusing, and you don't really want to make accidentally cross over a bit of comedy into Jack the Ripper, but I'm sure there are still things which are going to make you smile during a show like that as well.
8: Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, that thing, all of our things, the scripts, they tend to evolve. Um, the show that we had before, the singular exploits of Sherlock Holmes, we toured that for seven years or so, and it was amazing we finally... Stopped touring that show this year, and uh, I was putting the script away and noticed how much it had changed and how, in many ways, how little resemblance the show as it became bore to the original script. And all of that is a testament to the audience and you know seeing what stuff they react to, uh, getting the audience involved. It's brilliant. Probably about twenty minutes of extra material was added by the end of that seven-year tour, mm-hmm. and I imagine with Strictly Sherlock, you know that will be the same case in. Well, four or five years' time, if we're so lucky.
1: So it is one to come and see now, and then one to come back to and see if you can spot the differences. And with the three cases you're exploring here, there's going to be yeah, a, a good cross section of Sherlock Holmes's history.
8: Definitely. And because the, the three adventures in it, so we've got the Sussex vampire, the creeping man, and the devil's foot. And Conan Doyle had an interest in um, spiritualism. He believed in life after death, believed that there were from beyond the veil so these three stories illustrate his interest in the supernatural and we thought as well with we it you know halloween is not far away now it would be a nice halloweeny sherlock holmes show to start touring we always tour but october november especially uh, appropriate i think
1: they give the whole victorian atmosphere of telling ghost stories and particularly head towards christmas as well that's another thing the victorians like to do was rather than just give presents also scare the bejesus out of you too
8: Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, we do another show, uh, Charles Dickens. Um, back in the, the Victorian era the 1850s and 60s, Dickens performed his stories live, so he narrated them. Um, uh, he was a frustrated actor in many ways, We so actually performed the different characters. And that's the kind of vibe that we want to get to. For one night, only bring these characters to life, or if they were, in Dickens' case, actually alive once, to, to bring them back to life for one night. Mm-hmm. So in that respect, you know, they I just think it's an honor. There's a, a degree of pressure to make sure that, you know, we're doing them justice and that wherever they're looking on, they they nod and say, Oh yeah, good job, well done.
1: So where can we go to find out more about the works of Don't Go Into the Cellar?
8: Okay. You can check us out on the website which is all the W's dot don't go into the you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram as a matter of fact. So
1: check all of that out. Meanwhile tickets for Strictly Sherlock on Friday the 11th of October. All gets going at half past seven. Are priced at 11 pounds nine fifty for concessions and you can book those via staffordgatehousetheatre.co.uk or give the box office a buzz on 01785 619080 or you can even dip into the Eastgate Street venue in Stafford ST162LT to track it down and uh, you can use your you know, sleuthing skills to get your hands on tickets much as Mr holmes would have done in those tales from mr doyle
8: definitely can hope to see you there
1: jonathan thank you for joining us and uh, have a brilliant time being the great man himself on stage
8: thank you so looking forward to it thank you
1: time for a song now from todd mosby from his album open waters this is the title track Todd Mosby with Open Waters here on the Milk Bar. Idle Jack will be doing his thing, hopefully making the audience laugh, during the Panto, which is Dick Whittington at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre from the 7th of December 3 to the 12th of January. We well, have Aaron James, who is playing that part. And with me now, hello. Hello. So, uh, you're excited?
9: Panto's oh, yeah, ahead of yeah. us. I'm really excited. I haven't done Panto for ooh, quite a long, long time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, looking forward to it. But
1: you're um, used to entertaining audiences. Yeah, yeah, and We yeah, know yeah. you did that at the, at the Grands event earlier this well, year. You know, the, I, yeah, I didn't yeah, make it to that right. one, but I heard lots of good it stories. A, yeah, so. I mean,
9: that's the, the result of that is I'm here uh, this Christmas. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, that was a good... Good good night and uh, what a lovely theatre. Mm. It is beautiful. fantastic oh. and this
1: is, means you get a, a great home for Christmas and the best mum you could hope for in the shape of Ian Adams as Sarah the Cook. I
9: know, I think I was adopted because I'm looking at that. <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: Well, there's a slight difference in hair colour as well. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks, yours isn't got the same nylon texture as that, as that looks to have.
9: But, no, uh, this, this is a proper weakness. Is, you're, you're
1: kind of good, I like the grey bits you've had put in it as well. But I've been at
9: Artex in the ceiling <laughs> this week. That's an excuse if <laughs> ever there was one. Who so, parted your own, Moses? The, Sad. <laughs> I get
1: to research for you when I go to the Darbars these days, so we have to uh, put up with these things. But you know, Panto, it's going to be fun. You're going to get to entertain the kids. And are you hoping to be their favourite character as Idle Jack by the end of the run?
9: Uh, it's going to be tough. with I mean, super hard. Yeah, oh, I mean, so, But she's going to be evil. She's hoping to scare she the kids. Is, but how can you not? I think she's going to have a struggle to be evil because mm-hmm. she's so funny. She is funny and she's she lovely. so funny and lovely. And Ryan, I mean, what a good-looking man he is. Mm-hmm. Star
1: uh, on uh, yeah, things like that. I mean, I'm, Corey, I'm, I'm the only one on
9: there I've not heard of. Uh, to, to well,
1: honest, but, you know, you can't look it over everyone's shoulder, but that, yeah. they, they know you're coming in there to, to help bring this story together because where would we be
9: without Isle Jack? Exactly. I mean, I've told them I'm not doing rehearsals because I'm a method actor. Right. You're just going to be idle. I'm just going to be idle for for the next seven weeks. (laughs) Sit
1: back, get paid, nick some sweeties from the uh, the emporium, and you're a politician, aren't it? Really? Well, I think you're going to be loved more than most politicians these days. (laughs) I I certainly hope so. (laughs) Probably fewer gags in your act, though. That's only a (laughs) problem. So no, it's going to be brilliant fun. You're very much looking forward to the script, I am sure. And this is the 125th anniversary year of the theatre as well. So what more could you ask for?
9: I don't think you could. <laughs> I mean it is just really, I can't wait to get going to be honest. You know, so,
1: so panto before then, what's your panto history? You say you've done it in the past. I
9: have my first pantomime, uh, 30 years ago Can he you not look old enough enough I was one of the juveniles no mm-hmm. I was in a touring pantomime with Joe Pasquale mm-hmm. Joe Pasquale had won new faces he mm-hmm. was the, the he's a hero of Panto
1: as well oh, isn't he yeah. I mean, we've had him down here and he does a brilliant. brilliant
9: job fantastic but we did a tour in pantomime so it was a different venue every day mm-hmm. lugging the gear in lugging the gear out so it was uh, so you really do get to be well idle asleep. compared to your yeah that, this, this will feel like a breeze compared to that one and then I went to I did one at the Prince of Wales in Canock mm-hmm. Uh, do one in Rugeley, so quite a few. The yeah, so yeah, the, the yeah. Midlands knows you. you, know, I, have you. A, I have a bit of an affinity with the Midlands. I yeah. had my my wife, my first wife. I'm on number. F- <laughs> I she was from Wolverhampton. Yeah, yeah. So uh, spent a lot of time in the so Midlands. So you've
1: actually come back to visit some of your property this weekend.
9: Oh, yes, come back to visit my hubcaps. No, that's, <laughs> that's no, the, yeah. um, no good friends with Steve Ball. Mm-hmm, yeah. Steve Ball. We do a lot of work with Steve. I'm up here next week for a golf day with Steve Ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the reason why I'm here, really. Steve mm. Bull, I think someone from the theatre saw me at one of Steve's events yeah. and uh, got invited to the, the 125th anniversary. And the next thing I know... You're uh, in Panto. You know, I'm cheap, I'm available. <laughs> You've got, you got your own teeth, it's all good. <laughs> they are your own teeth. Well, two of them are...
1: Devon ears, aren't, aren't they? they. <laughs> he spent a fortune on his teeth. Uh, so you can see his pearly white smile as part of the, uh, the gig and uh, the, all the magic that happens. There's only the one thing to be scared of is rats. How are you with rats?
9: I'm all right with rats. Yeah, yeah. If spiders, another no. thing. Yeah, I'm so, not. Oh, that's a good genre.
1: job. It's not. I mean, that could be messy, couldn't it? I
9: quite like rats. Yeah, I, think rats are, I love rolling Rat as a kid. Quite, I quite. I grew up watching yeah, that I stuff as well. That, yeah, that's
1: yeah. quality. Yeah, I never, never do. But you've got the teeth of the impression as well. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We end this now. But it is going to be brilliant. And so, as long as we don't end up with any giant spiders on stage, we're all good.
9: Absolutely fabulous. Okay,
1: so the rats and the and that is fine. You can help out. Make sure that uh, Tom of the Cat gets
9: everything sorted as well. I met and the cat today. Yeah? yeah, I met the cat. Can you believe he's a black and white? And his his real name is his Ginger. That's his surname's Ginger, and mm. he's playing a black and white cat. Well, there we I are. Mean, there's, a, there's an opportunity the, missed. This, it, that, it, really? it,
1: absolutely. <laughs> what can you do? Oh, one nine two four two nine two one two is the box office number. You can get tickets. Come along. Have a fab time seeing the show. GrandTheatre.co.uk is where you can go online to pick up your tickets soon And there'll be loads of press photos and stuff on all of the socials to do with all of this
9: Into- Aaron James best comedian in my price bracket
1: and often too busy for you, to be fair, because <laughs> he's popular. But there we go. Now, make sure you check him out. Where well, are you on social? So I'm sure you, you, I bet you're one of these fiends who share stuff on no, Instagram, you? know what? You. I'm not. Okay, so I'm there's not. his challenge. Over Christmas, we want you on social media over Christmas. Write a me a letter. Morse code me. Send a postcard uh, to uh, Wolverhampton, Strand Theatre, Litchfield Street, Wolverhampton. <laughs> and uh, make sure you put a self-addressed uh, envelope if you want to reply. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be a fab Christmas ahead. And uh, we're going to really enjoy Dick Whittington with
9: Aaron James. Thank you for joining us. Can't wait. See you there. Thank you.
1: Something rather rocky now. Well, slightly rocky, slightly metal, slightly amazing. Johnny Boy is the song of the band Dirty Old Crow.
10: What the-
1: the old crow Johnny boy here on the milk bar that's a lot for this week thank you so much for joining us back with episode 538 next week I'll see you then for half goodbye from, the
0: goodbye from the milk bar 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 yeah goodbye from the milk bar yeah.